All right, Chavra Gutner of Shabbos, thank you again for accommodating the, uh, the late start. I'm sorry, I just uh, have another commitment trying to juggle it, so I'm sorry. I know it's always better to get started at 8 o'clock, yeah, a little bit more of a, of a runway ahead of us, but thank you, uh, thank you. Again, a tremendous hashkoch to Steve for always going ahead and making sure, you know, there was a moment in time we, we were facing, there was a real critical moment where it looked like there was not going to be anything flashic still to hear, and, uh, and Steve just would not let that happen, whatever it is. He took off the rest of the day from work, and uh, now there's so uh, Steve Yashikoch. Who are the sponsors, the Mashka sponsors, should I? Okay. Um, who are the sponsors? Pinchas Levin. Pinchas Levin, Dubin. Barry Dubin. Uh, in honor of the upcoming wedding of Avram and Jesse, Mazda, Mazda, and Merida Rufur Shlema for Yisrael Shneur Zalman Ben Excellent, excellent, good. And this year tonight is dedicated in the Schuss for Rufur Shlema for Abibi Yochavet, Basfreda. She should have a complete Rufur together with Kol Chol Yisrael. Amen. And we'll see with that, let us begin. So we're actually, tonight is actually a very exciting night because we are actually finishing... Um, one of the primary sections in Bnei Mach Shavatova. That's why actually I know we went back and I went back and forth a little bit with Shir tonight, but uh, the truth is next week there's not going to be Shir. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. At least I take it back. There may be Shir. There may be Shir, but uh, <laughs> it's not going to be Shir. There may be. There may be Shir. Yeah. There, there, there Just send us a note by eight fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Fair. Check the out within the three minutes before the Shir. You'll yeah. see. Thank you. All right. So, say, so tonight, actually, very exciting because we're, we're really finishing the first section. And you're going to see merits from this next section is a little bit of a review of the previous section and a reinforcing of some concepts. So, let's say, let's end. We're up to Oschoff. So, if you remember, again, over the last two weeks, I would venture to say we probably learned what is, for many of us, like one of the most profound pieces of Torah that perhaps we've learned in our entire lives. Really the true definition of inspiration. And the Piaget's not telling us that the definition of inspiration is a moment or an experience which ultimately leaves you with a greater sense of self-control, a greater sense of restraint. And when a person ultimately has that, that's what inspiration is. Inspiration is the ability to put the neshama in the driver's seat. And how does one put the neshama in the driver's seat of life? Ultimately, by exhibiting a sense of self-restraint. The Piagetzna, we kind of ran through it at the end of the shir last week, but the Piagetzna highlighted the idea that how do we start to build restraint? So remember again, building restraint doesn't mean holding yourself back from the prohibited. Also, it's important to acknowledge Gimel Tammuz, still Gimel Tammuz for a couple of minutes. The Yartet of the Lababacher Rebbe, Zechazad of the Kaddish Levracha. I would have actually done a piece from the Rebbe tonight, but I actually I did a piece from the Rebbe in the virtual drasha. So if you haven't watched the virtual drasha yet, take a look. A profound, profound piece by the Lababacher Rebbe. It's actually one of the Rebbe's opening sikhas on this week's parasha. So Amir Tashan, the Rebbe's Nisham Shav and Ali, and she can continue to be a Melitz Yosher for Cloud Yisrael. So let's actually take a look. We actually left off on the top of page 47, which I, I did this outside last week, but let's just take a look at it inside. 
Friday. He says, tishmar. Here is the thing to remember. Boss, I just want to do this because the truth is I'm, I'm actually a little bit like red. You know, see, now sometimes you find a piece of Torah that speaks to your neshama and you don't want to leave it. Right? You don't want to leave it. You know how I felt to say, like in Dafyomu, when we were learning Masecha Sota? Sota was so good. I mean, Sota's not good. I want to like go on record that saying I'm, 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 right? I'm, I'm coming out against Sota, right? But, but the Masechta is like, the Masechta was just so good. It, on, on every, like you didn't, it was, I don't know, it was the, it's one of those Masechtas that like, I, you know, I usually, I try, I usually learn Sota once a year because Lubavitch Rebbe actually had a, had a beautiful minog to go, I don't know if it's the Rebbe's minog or it came before him. I don't know. That there are 49 blocks in Sota to do a block of Sota for every day of the Omer. So I've been doing it the last number of years. So Sota is always like a part of my. So some things like are so beautiful, you don't want them to end. So this piece by the Piaget, and I feel like is one of those pieces where the Rebbe is teaching us that really, like, the key to entire spiritual success is restraint. That's the entire key. So here the Rebbe says, Esaklala Zetishmar, top of page 47. Here's the thing to remember. The Rebbe says, Lechem le'echolosova. Eat bread, right? Eat bread to the satiated. Aval dvarim ha'arevim lecheich levad. But things that you just eat for, for pleasure for your palate. Teshiv bedina koli isa uli isa. Judge, think on every bite. Think on every bite. What does this mean? Imesh lefana beiz mine baser. So I'll say, what does this mean? And I'll say, this is incredibly important. The Piaget, I will say in general, in general, although there were some streams of Hasidus not like this, but in general, one of the things that Hasidus tried to stress was you don't have to punish the guf in order to go ahead and, and raise yourself up to spiritual heights. You don't have to do that. What you want to try to do is elevate the body. Don't punish the body. Don't suppress the body. Elevate the body. Make it Kaddish. And this is incredibly important because here what the Piaget says is, look, you shouldn't be hungry. Right? You want to eat bread? Eat bread till you're content. But he says, when it comes to what we'll call more luxury items, he says, for example, let's say you have two different types of pieces, two pieces of meat in front of you. And let's say out of the two pieces of meat, one of them appeals to you more. It's not the shot that you like one and you dislike one. I like both. But one of them, one of them is, you know, one of them is like, is like a little bit more, and I will say, I, I, I like food, it's clear, right, right, but, but Lamaisa, I'm, what I'm not, is like, I'm not like a, I'm not like a steak, I like steak, but whenever I eat steak with people who really eat steak, they tend to get very angry at me, because I eat everything very, very, very well done, very well done. So real steak people, real steak people, you might as well like be, you know, bowing down to Yashka. You know, like, like it's like, you know, it, it, it's like, it's, mom, right, it's wrong. Like, it's, it feels like apicarsis. So, so in general, like whenever I'm like with real steak people, I'll try not to eat steak. Uh, a burger. A burger, right? A burger, right? Which I eat very, very, very well done. Very well done. Everything else, if there's any trace of red or anything that oozes out of red, it's Avery Menachai. Right? So, 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 I'm sorry? From a big man, well done is way to go. Well, thank you, Chaim. Thank you. Thank you. Good. 
So what the Piyajnasa says is like this. He says, so imagine for a moment, you have two pieces, you have two pieces of meat in front of you, right? And one of them is something that you really like, and one of them is something that you like a little less. In other words, you like them both, but one of them you happen to just like a little bit more. He says, and it was when they brought out the platter of food. So what happened? You know, that, that piece of meat that you like, that, that really caught your eye. Right? That really caught your eye. The Piaget's the right. He says, no, that there is a sharp sword that is dangling over you. And I'll say, what, is, what does that mean, the sharp sword dangling over me? He says, So I will say, the Piaget says, here you go. Here's a perfect opportunity to go ahead and exercise restraint. Right? Here's a perfect opportunity to say, you know what? I really like this. I really like this. The P- I just want to point out, the Piaget says, not saying, don't have meat. Right? What is he saying? Take the second best piece. Take this. You know, so you know how like when your kids are little, like sometimes like one of the chinuch, pizza chinuch, is like, like, you know what? When you open up the pizza pie, right? Don't lunge for the biggest slice. Don't lunge for the biggest slice, right? Leave, leave it's part of chinuch, like, leave that how you want it. You can have as much pizza as you want. Don't be the guy who lunges for the biggest slice. Don't do that. Why? I'm going to eat more pizza than that. I'm going to eat more pizza than that. Right? But let me say again, it's a din in restraint. It's a din in restraint. So Piaget's the saying is, you like both pieces of meat? Good. Eat the one you like, you don't like as much. Leave, leave, leave the one you love, leave that one on the side. The imkeim, bechla oi basar ato. I'm not telling you not to eat meat. I'm not telling you not to enjoy a nice, a nice steak. And the Rebbe said, what do you have to keep, this is incredible, what do you have to keep saying over to yourself over and over again? I control myself. I control myself. And today, I am commanding myself that I'm not going to eat, either I'm not going to eat meat or I'm not eating this piece of meat. So the Piyajasla says, see, either eat the piece of meat that you don't desire as much, or you know what? Eat a slice of bread. Eat bread. Look at Piyajasla says, You are not going to expire. Right? You're not going to die if you don't have the piece of meat. So I will say, again, it's such a, it's such a profound yet simple sense. So what is he describing? I will say, this is part of the beauty, and this is how you build up. This is how I build up my my self-control, my restraint muscle. See, I will say, this is where I think we often make the mistake. I think when we think about restraint, we often assume that I'm building up restraint when I really want something. I want something really badly, and often, again, that thing that I want could be prohibited. So now I'm restraining myself. The Piaget says, here's the problem, Bosai. If that's when you're building up your restraint muscle, remember again his mashal from last week, that I'm like the soldier who doesn't learn how to fire a gun until he's on the front lines. If you're learning how to fire a gun on the front lines, you're in very big trouble. If I'm learning how to exercise restraint in the face of something that is prohibited, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. The time to build up restraint muscle is in the little stuff day to day. Little stuff day to day. The stuff that you say to yourself, you know what? It doesn't really matter. If I take the biggest slice of pizza 
or the second biggest slice of pizza, right? If I take the piece of meat that looks the best, or I take the other piece of meat, I, in the grand scheme of things, does it matter? No, it doesn't really matter. But what it does do is, what I'm demonstrating to myself, is I have the power of self-control. And once I demonstrate to myself that I have the power of self-control, then I'm building up restraint muscle. And once I build up restraint muscle, then what happens to Bosei? Once I have restraint, then I have the ability to keep the body in check. Once I keep the body in check, I have the ability to keep the soul in the driver's seat. And once the soul is in the driver's seat, then I am truly poised for success. Tavinus hadvarm says, listen, understand these things and be careful with them. He says, There's certainly more than what we have written over here, says the Piazetna. So look at the Piazetna, look at these words. So just understand what we've written over here, says the Piazetna. I obviously can't spell out everything, but I've spelled out enough. But I want to look how he ends this section. Right before Oschaf. Piazetna writes, Because you and your entire life, or more better, better stated, your entire ability to succeed in life is predicated on the internalization of these ideas. And I would say, is that not the most profound statement? You know, sometimes we want to like, I would say, you know, you ever have like a feeling where I know I want to grow, I know I want to grow, but I'm not sure like what to work on. And I'm, I'm not sure like where, where should I start? And I think part of the beauty of, of what we're learning over is the Piaget's that's telling us, here's where you start. It's, it starts right here. It starts with building restraint muscle. Because if I can do this, if I can accomplish this, then my entire success really hinges on the actualization of this one idea. I'm about to say, let's finish the section. And we're going to have a little bit of a shorter share tonight, but at least let's, let's finish up the section. He writes, Oschaf. So I'm about to say, this, this is a conclusion for the first section of Benayim Achshavatova. Kol Tachli Seinuhi. So I'm about to say, here we go, full circle. Our entire Tachlis, our entire purpose Remember that? Remember that? Our entire purpose is to transform ourselves from the son of the maidservant to the son of the king. All right, I will say, when did we start this? We're coming up, I think, on a year, right? When did we start this? September of last year? Elo last year, right? Also, coming, we're coming up on a year. So I will say, remember again, how did it all start? The Piagetsna said, what's the common denominator between the son of the slave and the son of the king? They both have a connection with the king, right? So where lies the difference? Where lies the difference? Where lies the difference? Distance. Distance, right? The son of the king has proximity to his father. The slave also works for the king, but he has greater distance. It says the Piaget that our entire purpose is to transform ourselves from being a son of the maidservant to being a son of the king. The goal is to be able to leave the grinding stone and get into the palace. Right? To establish, remember again, if we go back to the beginning of the Sefer, the Piagets, and it says that while it's true that many of us create relationship through engagement in behavioral mitzvahs, it's a distant relationship. There's no warmth, there's no connection, there's no passion. Everything is at a distance. The goal is to leave the grinding stone, right, where the slave works, and ultimately, again, to get into the palace. Zosomeres, shelo bilvat shenavodas Hashem. It's not enough just to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rak ovde Hashem. Wow. Both of these formulations are so profound. It's not enough in life to simply serve Hashem. We want to be ovde Hashem. I will say, what's the difference between serving Hashem, Nabo das Hashem, or Ovde Hashem? 
Shilavo say, when a person is navel, when a person serves Hashem, right? Serves Hashem, that's something you do. Being an Oved Hashem, that is something you are. Right? I will say, if you think about this in just a moment, what's our goal in our Yiddishkeit, right? If somebody asks you, what is Judaism to you? What is Judaism to you? So I will say, my goal is, what I want to say is, it's not that Judaism is something to me. Judaism is who I am. See, I will say, if you think about it, in everything else in life, you could separate yourself to a certain degree from those other identities, right? In other words, you might like your job a lot, but at the end of the day, in other words, I'm not defined by my career. In fact, sometimes it's unhealthy to be defined by your career. Hey, similarly, it's, you know, I might have relationships. I'm a husband. I'm a father. The truth is, those relationships should not become the totality of my identity, right? Because again, that becomes that could become an unhealthy situation as well. The exception to this rule is when it comes to Yiddishkeit. My Judaism is not something I do; it's who I am. It's who I am. And I will say, how do you know it's who I am? There is no part of my identity that exists outside of Yiddishkeit. I think of just a moment. There's no what I do for a living is governed by the dictates of Yiddishkeit, right? Whatever your profession is, right? Whatever your profession is, how you're going to conduct yourself in that profession is governed by Yiddishkeit. You're a husband, how you're going to do that is governed by Yiddishkeit. You're a father, you're a friend, you're just, everything is governed. So that's the Piyazhet that says, our goal is not to serve Hashem, our goal is to become servants of Hashem. And it's not semantics, because serving Hashem is something I do, being a servant of Hashem is something I am. My goal is to make Yiddishkeit part of the core of who I, an indispensable part of me. He goes on. He says, I was a person, Peter Jetson says, you could test yourself with this. I will say, how do you know if your Yiddishkeit is something that you do or something that you are? So watch what he says over here. Well, so let's say for a moment a person has a moment of spiritual service. Whatever it is. Learning, davening. So after you engage in spiritual service, you stop kill the kirbo. person should introspect, look inside. And the person should say like this. Hispalalti, lamarti, I learned, right? I davened, whatever, whatever you feel like, whatever it is that you did. Ha'im hinini margish bikirbi ezeruachtara. Do I feel different? Do I feel different? I will say, by the way, it's a, it's a pretty profound question to ask yourself, right? I just davened. I just davened. Do I feel different? He goes on. Even if it's a minute difference. But do I feel different? I will say, literally, again, are my thoughts, my wants, my desires... Are they different now? Are they different now? After I've engaged in a form of spiritual service? Or not? Or not? By the way, is this not a profound question to ask ourselves? Right? You undergo a spiritual service. You dive in chakras in the morning, right? You're winding up your tefillin. Ask the wise man, do I feel different? What the answer is no. What? what the is oh, we're not finished. We have a whole paragraph still. We have a whole paragraph. We're not finished. We're not finished. <laughs> right? She'll say, so I, I, I learned Torah. I learned Torah. Do I feel different? Do I feel different? So the Piazetna writes, he says, he says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get ready for this. 
When davening is over, this is a hard one. When davening is over, do I wish it wasn't over? Do I wish it wasn't over? Right? Or when we leave early? Right. Right. Let's say these are, these are, this is, these are like, let's say, don't answer. Do not answer. Do not volunteer. Don't raise your hand. We're not taking a poll. Let's say, but like, here it is. Like, like the, the, the PHS is just like, let's say, you have to understand, what's the Rebbe's whole point? Right? What's the Rebbe's whole point? The Rebbe's whole point is, we'll say, we're going to see, however we answer those questions, it's fine. But ask the questions. Because if you don't ask the questions and you don't give yourself honest answers, then you're never going to grow in life. And I'll say, but what a profound question, right? When davening, yeah, come on, no. No, no one gets to the end of Thursday morning davening. And it's just, oh, I wish really we would have taken more time on Tachnon, right? I really, I really wish there would have been a little bit more time, right? Well, right, says it right, 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 right. No, really. We start early, both of us start early. Incredible, right? So, right, <laughs> besides the math, no one's saying, right, I wish we took a little bit more time on Tachnon. Or, you know what, I really would like to keep my tefillin on for a little bit longer, right? More often than not, let's like, okay. now again, we'll say, in, 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 in defense, it's often because we're running to different things. It's not just a shot that I don't want to wear tefillin anymore, I don't have it anymore. We're pulled in a lot of different directions. So the Piaget says, do I ever have that desire of wanting to go back to what I was doing? Do I feel like any sense of pain that I'm distanced from the holiness that I was so close to when I was davening? Now, now watch this. Let's, let's just play this out for just a second, right? So I will say, if I go ahead, if I go ahead, and now I ask myself this question. I just finished davening. I just finished davening. And now, do I want, do I wish I could go back to Shachris? Right? I just finished learning. Do I wish I could go back and have more of that cheer? So I will say, if the answer is yes, if the answer is yes, then what does that show? What that shows is, I am not simply someone who serves HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I am a servant of Hashem. See, when I'm someone who serves, if I'm just someone who serves, then what? The moment the service is over, quite literally, the moment the service is over, then what? Then what? All right, we're good. Let's go. Quitting time, right? Punch, right? Let me, let me clock out. All right, I'm done. I'm done. As opposed to if I'm a servant of Hashem, the moment that I'm no longer in active servitude, it means the closeness is not intense. And when the closeness is not intense, I miss that. I miss that. There's something I wish I had. It was so beautiful when I had it. And now I presently miss that I do not have it. I will say that's the litmus test. How can I tell if I'm serving God or if I'm a servant of God? How do you feel when the religious moments come to an end? If you miss them, that means that you are a servant of Hashem. If you don't miss them, that means that you are serving Hashem. It's incredible. He says, if you miss it, So we'll say, again, if when the spiritual service is over, I miss it. I miss it. I really wish I could have more of the shir. I really wish I, I wish I could have more of the Torah. I really wish I could be more engaged for a longer amount of time. Then that is a clear indication that I am truly a servant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not just in the service of God, but I am a servant. On the other hand, Ve'im Lav, how about I, now, this maybe we shouldn't, 
Because it's going to be a little bit heavy. There might be. There might be. We got this. It's comforting, though, that so look at the no. Let's read the no. Vim love. What happens? What happens if at the end of the day, if at the end of the day, after davening is over, I'm relieved. I'm relieved, right? At the end of the day, right? I'm relieved, right? I'm good. Or, or I would say not relieved, but like I don't miss it. I don't miss it. And so when the shear is over, okay, I did my thing. Now I'm ready to move on to something else, right? So what what happens if I don't miss it when it's done? So we'll say the Piazzanta says Taisa. It means there's something fundamentally flawed on every single level of your spiritual development. I told you to make l'chaim. I told you to make l'chaim, right? Wait, we're not, we're not, again, we'll say, remember again, we'll say, if there's one thing you know about our Rebbe, right? Our Rebbe always pulls us through, right? But one thing our Rebbe always does is he's brutally honest with us. Because the only way, right, we'll say, no one grows when everyone gets a trophy, right? No one grows when everyone is a winner, right? No one grows like that. So sometimes I got to know I'm a loser. I'm a loser. But it's okay. I'm a loser now. I'm a loser now. But Lamaisa, but Lamaisa, I could absolutely turn this around. So we'll say, so the PhD, we'll say this is really profound. But the PhD, we'll say, get ready for this. So if I'm that guy, if I'm that guy that can't wait for davening to be over, if I'm that guy, the Piazetzna says, there is something fundamentally flawed in my Yiddishkeit. Now, I will say, that's not a condemnation. It's a fact, right? Because you must remember again, what I'm aspiring towards, what I'm aspiring towards, is to be a servant of Hashem. As a servant, a servant always wants a connection. And when that connection is over, the servant wants more. So all the Piazetzna is saying is, if you don't want more when it's done, or maybe you just want it to be done. The Piazetzna says, I'm not a servant. I'm in the service, right? I'm serving, but I'm not a servant. Well, if I'm not a servant, but I'm only serving, that means my Judaic identity at its core is lacking. It's, it's, it's not just, the, we'll say, see, what's incredible about this is, it's not just a shot that, like, my davening is lacking, Right, because this is often how we look at it, right? Like there's a problem in my davening. There's a problem in my learning. But Jesus says, says, no, there's, there's a challenge in my religious identity. It's a religious identity issue. It's not a davening or a learning issue. We'll say, this is why we're so powerful about this is the Piazetna is getting us to take a step back and like to delve into the core of things, right? To really focus on the core issues. I don't have a problem with davening very often. I, I love davening. I don't have a problem with learning. I have a problem with the, with the, with the creation and solidification of my core Judaic identity. I'm stuck in serving God instead of being a servant of God. And the Rebbe goes on, he says, Aval, what he writes. So after he just told me that if I'm serving God and not a servant of God, I have a fundamental hole in my Judaic identity. What does the Rebbe say? Aval gamaz, al tipolibacha. Don't be upset. Don't be upset, right? Don't get depressed. Hatrosa, listen to this. Hatrufa, lo pa'ala. What happens if you have a terrible headache? I actually had this today, right? Terrible headache. Let's say you take four Advil. 
there, you take four Advil, and the headache does not go away. So does a person say, Advil doesn't work. Advil doesn't work, right? It's clear. I will say, what does a person say? What does a person say? Advil doesn't work now. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? Take, take more Advil. Take, right. take more Advil. <laughs> right, or one, right, whatever it is, you know. Good, or take one Tylenol on top of the Advil, whatever it is, right. Otherwise, the, 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 idea, the idea is that sometimes you go ahead and you take medicine and the medicine doesn't produce the desired results. So the answer therefore, so no one would say, oh, medicine doesn't work. No one would say that. Rather what they say is, okay, maybe you need to take more of it. Maybe you need a cocktail. Otherwise, so the Piazza says, okay, so the Yiddishkeit that you've been practicing, so to speak, the medicine, right? The spiritual medicine, ultimately, that you've been taking hasn't worked. Okay, it happens. It happens. The headache is still there. Change the dosage. Change it up a little bit. That's all. That's all. So these the ingredients, right? And sometimes we'll say it's the same Advil, but you have to take more of it. You have to take less of it. You have to space it out. Whatever, whatever it might be. Whatever it might be. But Lamaisa, it could be of all the right ingredients, but you're just not utilizing them the right way. So I will say, so on one hand, it's like a shtickle, like, like, like it, it's like a little bit like you feel like the wind taking out when the PSS says, because I will say, I would venture to say, I don't know, when I read this, when I read this, I was learning this, preparing this shit today, like, I have to tell you, like, I read this, and, and to be very honest, to be very honest, I said, Abba, I am serving God, and I am not the servant of God, if I'm honest with myself. I, and especially in the weekday mornings, I am not upset when davening is over, mm-hmm. right? I am not. In fact, I actually have multiple suggestions to move it faster, <laughs> right? right? Again, we can, we can, this, we, we, no, we can't do that, right? And I was like, I was like uh, no, I, 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 actually, I don't remember the last, Shabbos, Shabbos is different, Shabbos is different, uh-huh. but I don't remember the last time on a weekday morning that I ever had a feeling of, oh, I wish there was more of this. I wish there was more of this, right? Learning, sometimes I experience that, right? You know, you're, you're doing a beautiful blot of Gimara. You're doing a beautiful blot of Gimara, and like, you're like, you don't want it to end. Or Tafiomi in the morning, and like, it's getting up to 6.43, and you're like, oh, if only I just had another three hours, right? I could really get through this blot. You know, like, like learning, I think you could get a Like davening? A Shabbos and Yamtiv, yes. Shabbos and Yamtiv, go for hours. Go for hours, right? Another nigga, another this, another that. Fantastic. I'll say, I said, during the week, during the week, and again, so I realized in that moment, so again, if I had to group myself, I'm in the service of God and not yet a servant of God. So the rabbi then tells us, okay, so there's something fundamentally flawed in your Judaic identity. The rabbi is not saying you're broken. The rabbi is not saying everything. The rabbi is just saying, okay, so now let's both say, so now what do we do? I take all this stuff that I learned. I take all this stuff that I learned and I have to figure out how, either... How do I start implementing it because I haven't been implementing it? Or maybe I have been implementing it, maybe not in the right way. Maybe not in the right times. Maybe not in the right dosages. See, even if it turns out that I am in the service of God and not a servant of God, it's okay, says the Rebbe. Don't be upset. Just because the medicine hasn't worked until now doesn't mean you stop taking it. You might just have to take it differently with a different kind of dosage, as we mentioned before. So most say. So first of all, Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov, we've now officially finished the first, we're not finished. We've finished the first part of, of B'nai Mach Shabbatova. And I will say, I'll just introduce you. If you look at the, we're not starting it tonight, but I'll just tell you, turn the page for just a second. If you look over here, the way Piazetzna introduced this, he says, Seder Hadracha Uklalim. So I will say, in this next section, what the Piazetzna is going to do is as follows. Here, 
he's going to give even more targeted advice. Hadracha. In other words, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Uklam and certain principles for life. And the Rebbe says over here, We're going to see there are a number of concepts that we've already learned before, right? And a number of new concepts that the PHS is going to introduce to us as well. Bosai. So first of all, Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. It's been a much longer than anticipated journey. I will say, but tell me, like, where else? Who else but the Piazetzna gives us such honest Torah? And I will say, see, this is a Rebbe. I want to tell you about the power of having a Rebbe. You know what a Rebbe does? A Rebbe is able to, on one hand, break you down to your core components until you realize how badly you're lacking. And in the very next moment, lift you so up and tell you that you're going to be great, right? A Rebbe teaches you how to be honest with yourself. And we'll say, no, most of us don't really like being honest with ourselves because we don't like what we're going to find. That's why most of us avoid it. But the Rebbe forces us to confront our personalistic honesty, tells us to embrace the failures, embrace the shortcomings, and tells us not to despair. Because however broken we are, the Rebbe is going to help us rebuild. Right? So we'll stop over here for tonight. Shkoyach. Yeah. 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 Yeah.